Uh, I I really like this episode, by the way. Yeah, like, it was good, I've, yeah, I've seen mixed opinions on it, but what I've seen, I, I really liked it. Went all John Wick at one point as well. Mm. Yeah. Right, I suppose we could talk about that on as a podcast, couldn't we? I think that's probably what we do here. Isn't it? What we're supposed to do. <laughs> I mean, I thought that's why <laughs> we were here. <laughs> Definitely. Right. Hello and welcome to episode three of Marvelling Marvel. Is that right? Episode three? I feel like we're getting this wrong because I don't know whether we counted the Snyder Cut episode we did. Whatever. Anyway, episode three of Marvelling Marvel. We're going to be talking about episode three of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, which was action-packed, which had lots going on in it for the first time. Like, it wasn't just like, here's an action scene, here's here's something to make you think, and then also here's, here's a... Uh, a surprise ending this was just action all the way it felt like but keen to get in, keen to find out what you guys think so we've got terry here we've got steve here how are you guys doing good nice how you doing terry how you doing oh so yeah i'm good thank you yes <laughs> yes excellent i'm also good thank you excellent <laughs> right where do we want to start with this one zemo's dance moves zemo's dance moves <laughs> were entertaining Profit. to say the least Familiar, actually, with what I've told them. (laughs) Yeah, I love the fact that, you know, they always say dance like you don't care, but, you know, go to this this place that is uh, so illegal that it's mythical and then dance like you don't care. That takes some balls. So, uh, yeah. I mean, this is also the man wearing that coat. Yeah, the coat kind of suits The epitome of doesn't care. As I saw someone saying... Most people break out of prison, they lay low, they sneak. He breaks out of prison, gets his private jet out, puts on a massive fuck-off big coat, and just goes, yeah, let's go, boy. Yeah, yeah, he's not subtle, is he? No. No. So I I think this episode, I will, I'm going to, let's get the negative stuff out of the way. This episode had more plot holes than anything else that I've seen Marvel possibly ever have. There's more. They had more moments like, but what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, okay, so we're going to break Zemo out of prison. Okay, no one's going to be going after him then. No. Okay, cool. Then when he gets to Madripoor, you're going to piss off everyone in Madripoor, banging on about the power broker every five minutes, and then you're just going to walk onto a private jet at the airfield and uh, make <laughs> your way home. It kind of, and that for me is the first time I've ever thought about Marvel going. Like I understand, like suspend your disbelief, leave your bread at the door, kind of thing on this thing. But, but at the same time, this was the first time I've kind of gone. I don't know, Marvel. It feels like you didn't feel a think about this one that much. And I want to stress, I really enjoyed the episode as well. But there were there were points when I was like, these people have like John Wick style bounties on their head, and they're just kind of uh, still going about their business as normal, pretty much after that happens. I don't know if they do, though, do they? Or do you mean when they're in Madripoor? When they're in Madripoor, yeah. Yeah, but then I guess that's all they've got to get in, get out. Mm. And Sharon's obviously some sort of badass in Madripoor, so she's obviously got got them hidden somehow. Yeah. Mm. They do uh, the only up. thing that jumped out yeah. to me a bit was just how... I, don't, I mean, I know there wasn't necessarily trust, but just like them sort of almost trusting Nemo a bit much, a bit yeah. quick. 
like jumping on his Zemo. plane with him. Yeah, Zemo. <laughs> not not, not oh, Nemo. Nemo yeah. You can trust Nemo. <laughs> well, well, they found him, didn't they? That's why I was getting <laughs> confused. Um, <laughs> sorry, I watched the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen recently. Oh. Run up to the and, which is mind. a different Nemo as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was the only thing for me. It was a little bit, and I mean, the thing is, it also feels a bit weird with Nemo, Zemo, yeah. almost being comic as well. Yeah. But then we didn't really see a lot of him, and mm. he achieved his goal, didn't he? He's not like he's one of these villains who's like, "Oh God, I wanted to take over the world, and you stopped me." He did what he wanted to do, so you yeah. can almost imagine him being different because he sort of says like, "Nothing personal. It was purely business. Mm. I needed to defeat the Avengers. You were that for me." Yeah. Mm. I'll just crack on being a baron now, if that's all right. Yeah, being minted. I love. I love the idea <laughs> of like, of like a millionaire that just has a problem with superheroes, though. Going, I'm yeah. definitely not the problem. You know, <laughs> being part of the one percent isn't the problem. Like, because you know he doesn't pay taxes. Like, you look at him and you're like, this, 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 this cunt doesn't pay taxes. Like, <laughs> like just and so like, so you're like, but you know, you have a problem with with the superheroes, but you know really it's like my my biggest issue with batman is that he's out there taking down the street level thugs when in actual fact he's a millionaire that could probably do a ton of good by taking down like the true evils of the world like starbucks that kind of thing you take that back down <laughs> it's going tr- on the list no it's true <laughs> I, I doesn't stop me drinking drinking their drinks but at the same time you like that's that's what batman should be doing really but the, you, that's the kind of thing you have to what, kind of lawyering forget. up, lawyering up, and saying, right, let's take down, <laughs> retire in the suit, and hiring some lawyers. Take down, let's just take down. Like there would be fewer issues. It would probably be better than Justice League Snyder Cut. <laughs> I'd watch it. Batman: The Courtroom Drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like that um, Mark Ruffalo film, Dark Waters, but just yeah. with Batman and Starbucks. Dark Knight Waters. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, so. Yeah, I I kind of have issues with Zima, but then he's he's a he's an egotist to, to the core, though, isn't he? Like he he believes his own bullshit anyway. I did love his breakout though, where you've got Bucky telling him what they'd probably do yeah. as yeah. he's actually doing it, and then he just sort of walks out, and it's just like shit. I liked it, except that Bucky was just cool with him killing a guard, basically. Did he kill a guard? Well, he you assume he probably did. Yeah. Or did he? Majorly hit it. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit weird. Also, I thought it was a bit weird that Sam kind of got on board with it that quickly as well. Yeah, that's yeah. only thing yeah. I had an issue with. Too trusting straight away. Yeah, <clears throat> but it was. I, I think it was a really. We're seeing two very different people now. It's the it's it's the Miami Vice thing. You've got the guy who's staying by the rules, who wants to stay by the rules as much as possible, and you've got the guy who will break out the supervillain that broke up the Avengers. You know, like just like Miami Vice. Um, so um, it's it kind of makes sense to me that that you you that's the kind of thing Bucky probably would do. Like, yeah, well, he's had blurred lines before, hmm. isn't it? His whole fucking life really, been yeah. a Grey area. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought I, I quite liked the idea that they have to work with Zemo. I, I do quite like that. There is no doubt in my mind that Zemo is going to double cross them. 
<laughs> I don't know if he is because I thought he was doing that in this episode, mm. but then he like, yeah. I don't know why he put his mask on for that bit, other than for people to go, oh, he's put on the mask. Oh, he loves himself. Um, that's that's kind of the point of it. Yeah, but it? you think he wouldn't want the mask on because then people would see him doing it. Yeah, no, but I think he likes the idea that 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 mask might strike fear into his enemies' hearts, that kind of thing. In the same way that Winter Soldier is like instantly recognised. So I, I think that you know Zemo is a name that has been is probably heard amongst the criminal underworld. He knows his way around Madripoor. He's obviously been there before. Um. So that kind of makes sense to me. That the Sharon Carter stuff's interesting, I think, because um, Phil Knuckles, someone that is on our Discord, someone that follows the pod, uh, had or was it Bass? Actually, I tell a lie. I, sorry, guys. I'm to look Perfect it up now. For admin, Dan. Yeah, I know. Yeah, my <laughs> bad. My bad. I should have looked it up before, but I'm going to look it up now. I do like the thought, yeah. though, while you're just doing that, of them like pardoning Bucky, who's killed hundreds mm. of people, admittedly under my control, but Sharon, who stole a costume. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're still blacklisted. Yeah. Because that's another bit as I would like as well, where she's having that conversation. She's like, I got sent away because I stole your suit so you could help him catch him. <laughs> Phil, Phil, and, yeah. Phil and Bass agreed with each other. That's why I got confused. Bass was the guy who said that Sharon Carter might be the power broker. That would be interesting. Because I, I did get mm, yeah. the impression, or I had a thought, that maybe she was the one who had that person killed. Yes. But she seems to turn up pretty quickly after that. Yep. Yeah. I think... I don't think she's the power broker because I think so. A great video that explains this, that their thought on this. Is that going to be Reed Richards? Reed Richards <laughs> is the power. Reed Richards <laughs> as Mephisto and Jim from the Office is the power broker. <laughs> um, it's um, no, it's um, oh, what's his face? The Doctor, Armandzola. But he got blowed up. He got blown up. He's on the internet. He's on the internet. You can't destroy the internet. He wasn't on the internet. He was on tapes. No, he was on. You know, he was on a supercomputer that was attached to the internet. He's controlling things from that. Mm. So, I I kind of think that he might be the power broker. There's a few things that that kind of hint towards it as well. Uh, also, equally, I think the power broker might be no one we've ever met before. But <laughs> what if it is Doctor Doom? <laughs> well apparently there was a thing about um he when he talks about Zakovia being torn up yeah. and people clamoring over it, people are reading that as a hint to like Doctor Doom snapping up land. Yes. And creating Latveria. Yeah, Latveria and Zakovia were two made up areas in roughly the same area, weren't they? So mm. so it kind of makes sense. But that that's possible. So then um, maybe we'll get Doctor Doom and Reed Richards in the same series. There you go, yeah. Well, we've already had, like, this is the closest we've had to an X-Men reference. Madripoor is, like, a big deal in, like, X-Men terms. Like, where Wolverine hung out for a bit. Before. Wolverine no, hung out for a bit, killed people, and then um, met up with Captain America and Black Widow. So, uh, like, there's a criminal underworld where, you know, you could definitely see Wolverine thriving. So, yeah, it's good. Like, the way you get drinks with the innards of snakes in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and fair play to Sam for just. Fair play to Sam for um, drinking that drink. Turn your phone off, though, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he nearly got away with it, didn't he? Yeah, until she called him Sam. Like. Yeah. 
I thought there's going to be some clever way around it, but no, they just kind of barreled through it as well. That yeah, I thought it. he was going to somehow make the conversation work for him or yeah. something. But no. Yeah, I thought that as well. Uh, we got um, John Walker as well. Bit of a douchebag. No, he's uh, an arsehole, isn't he? He is. He's a prick. Um, oh. <laughs> so what we're beginning to realise is... So the, the uh, advert at the start with the GRC just like is real fodder for these guys are going to be dicks, aren't they? This is going to be like a, a morally corrupt organisation. Probably something to do with Hydra, no doubt. Um, because that, that advert was the kind of thing you see when you're watching something and you know you know behind it is some kind of evil corporation and you don't you don't have like a like cleaner than clean advert like that unless there's something hor- horrific going on un- underneath it all um and then it, then it cuts to the the other video i watched was talking about how the shield is a symbol captain america's shield is a symbol uh, and it's gradually becoming a symbol for oppression rather than hope um, and that's kind of where John Walker kind of comes in, invading people's homes, beating people up, threatening to torture them to try and get information from them. Didn't like getting spat at, did he? Didn't like getting spat. No. Dropped a "Do you not know who I am?" as well, like yeah. the ultimate that was, that dick for me move. Was a... Yeah, you're no one, son. You're no one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's to quote all the Harry Potter memes. You don't. You don't. What is it like? How dare you stand where he stood? but it's it's um captain america steve rogers always tried to live up to the mantle john walker already thinks he's bigger than the mantle yeah he's definitely takes everything personally yeah it's like everything is an affront to him he's gonna get it done i have no doubt the power broker has a lot to do with the grc as well that that's the one thing i'm almost certain of is that the power broker is relatively high up in the grc or there is a deal between the two of them or there is a deal that went wrong where the grc wanted the super soldier serum whatever happens i think john walker and battlestar i still can't say his name without thinking galactica afterwards (laughs) as well um that the two of them are going to end up as super soldiers i think if they're not already if they're not already not to think not um, Going back to your um, yeah. Hydra point, I know that, and well, no, I don't again. I, I don't know much about the comics, but I know mm. in the comics they followed the Captain America joined Hydra storyline. Do you yeah. we might see a bit of that if maybe Hydra and maybe John Walker becomes Captain America for Hydra? Maybe, yeah, this is could, a thought. Could definitely see it. So that caused a bit of backlash, um, didn't it, when they they came out? The, in the comics, Sharon Carter is the one that kills Captain America as oh. well because she's brainwashed by. I don't think it's the power broker. I think it's Hydra. But that's interesting as well. But I think you're right. I think John Walker's going to be like... He's going to turn out to be the anti-Steve Rogers, isn't he? Mm. Like, Well, he already fucking is. He kind of is, isn't he? Steve Rogers was... The whole point of, of those three films is... So, Steve Rogers is a government experiment. Gone wrong, essentially. Um, and the person himself is always going to do the right thing. What he believes is the right thing. Not always the right thing. What he believes is the right right thing. And that could mean going against the government. So, like, to show how... I I think Sam is more 
Steve Rogers than uh, John Walker is, just the bit where he goes, I should have destroyed the shield. And it's like, that's the kind of thing Steve would say if he thinks if he thinks the situation is going the way it is going. Steve would eventually realise the shield is just the shield and be like, if he can't use it for good, it's being used for bad, evil, then you'd rather it was destroyed. And I, I think that is a, a, a sign of the moral compass on a lot of these characters. Bucky's trying to become a better person but dragging Sam into this kind of seedy underbelly of like Madripoor. Um, but eventually Bucky will probably come round and Sam will meet them in the middle, um, realising that the shield... Is, I, I also have no doubt the season two will be called uh, Captain America and Bucky as well. Because, like, I think there's... It's, it's a very... Like, he's not the Winter Soldier anymore. But it's called oh, The Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier. So I think that's it. <clears> so they can but- go... Next Captain season. America and the White Wolf. Yeah, I'm cool with that as yeah. well. He calls himself the White Wolf in this one, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So John Walker's a prick. Like, let's that that is, that is what how... series two. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I'll call it. Um, so yeah, I think we'll get. I think he's going to further descend into kind of almost madness. Like the idea of like trying to live up to this massive name is going to be too much for him. Yeah, I, th- I think he could end up not necessarily being the villain mm. this one, but I think it could end. The cliffhanger of the end of the series could be that he's not dead and he's now personally mm. like gunning for them. Whether it is, it ends with, let's like, say, him mentally mm. unstable, and he takes the serum, and then for the next series, he's a super soldier coming after them. So yeah. I've got a suspicion that he's already taken it or is already enhanced in some way, and that's yeah. why he's as good as he is. But potentially also might lead to mood swings as well although this was something I predicted or I think a lot of us predicted to be fair the show is leaning sympathetically now towards the flag smashers as an organisation although she did blow up that yeah exactly when there was no reason to and even the other flag smashers not necessarily uh, leaning sympathetically that's a bad way of putting it but showing us that there is a reason they are doing this like yeah. these people are starving um because the food's just it's yeah. not like they're stealing food out of mouths they're fe- stealing it out of a warehouse yeah exactly yeah but they're going about it all wrong um but you know that's to be expected i suppose really uh it's one of those it's gonna be one of those series where it's gonna be morally gray i think throughout most of it which which is kind of what most of these Captain America ones have been anyway. You're going, going down the straight down the middle. The thing I find with this series as well compared to WandaVision, I don't mm. know if it's just because of the kind of thing it is mm. rather than being a sort of cliffhanger, although there are mm. cliffhangers, I'm always taken by surprise when these ones end. Yeah. With WandaVision, you could sort of tell the ending was coming because something happened. Yeah. Whereas this literally just feels like a, fil- a continuating film, if that makes sense. So literally the ending comes up and I'm like, for fuck's sake. We definitely got a cliffhanger at the end of this one though. Uh, we've, we've had something but if you think back to like the, every end of WandaVision there was a big thing really wasn't there a revelation yeah. of some kind whereas this is just because even last episode we got oh god they're coming for Zemo yeah what was the end of this one again it was I'm just looking up her name because I'd forgotten it one second um um one second. 
I can't. What's a blooming name? Which is the the, the person? Oh, that was in. the Black Panther. Yeah. Do you think that would have been that was meant to be Chadwick originally? Possibly. I don't. I don't know because I have a feeling this was re- recorded before, like he died potentially. Well, no, because he died nearly a year ago. Yeah, now, didn't maybe he? then. And he, I'm assuming, wasn't well yes. in the run up to that. So, um, yeah, at, at the end of this episode, we had Ao. Yeah. Um, she was the lady that was in Civil War that squares up to Black Widow. Yeah. And even Move or be moved. And and oh, even yeah. Black Panther was like, as much as I'd like to see this, and we're like, we'd all like to see this, please. <laughs> this is a fight we'd all like to see because I think they'd kick each other's ass for a bit. Um. Yeah, and and she is obviously chasing them down in this as well because she wants Zemo. Yeah, they're not happy that Zemo's been um released well, hasn't or, been released is he yeah <laughs> yeah he's not on parole no no yeah <laughs> uh, been uh been uh set loose um which is understandable i think but it's quite exciting i like that he starts picking up the beads and I, even i wasn't putting two and two together at that point and as soon as the first bead was there, I wasn't sure if that was then going to be a mm. video message. Yeah, I didn't plant that he was going like, to follow a trail of beads. Yeah, but yeah, oh, apparently um, a KO was trending, wasn't it? Because America's racist and they can't tell the difference between two skin-headed black women. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 Ao. The, she's she was there. Yeah. Say the the awesome one in uh, Civil War as well. And, and I guess uh, that's why it's her as well, because she's almost got a dog in the fight, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, there true. when yeah. Zemo killed T'Chaka. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is mentioned in this one as well. Mm. I did wonder where she disappeared to, actually. I mm. just thought that they brought her in until they uh, hired... I can't remember her name. Is she not in Endgame, then? I don't think so. I swear or, the last time you saw her was Infinity the end of War. Civil War. I think that's the last time she had like a proper bit of yeah. like mm. visual, if you know, like words. I thought she was literally just a stand-in until that oh, no, she, came she, in. she fought in the Wakanda battle in um, in Infinity War. Oh, okay, apparently. Okay. So yeah, um, according to this, just looking up something now. Um, this should be a nice tie-in for whatever they do with the Black Panther franchise, anyway, though. Yeah, you yeah. wonder if there'll be anything else in it now about yeah, it, 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 what's it, happening in Wakanda. It might just be a "you better watch your back" kind of thing, mightn't it? Because we're chasing, mm. we, we, we're looking for him. Um, maybe Shiri, because she's rumored to be the next Black Panther, isn't she? And I think she'd be fucking awesome as well. I think I think that's yeah. the way to go. I mean, the suit's going to get a tad more technical, I think, yeah. if she comes in. Well, it would almost turn into like an Iron Man-esque suit, wouldn't it, I think? Mm. She, she, she's really one cool. stone, the new Iron Man and Black Panther in one. Yeah, like, and then like with the, you know, the gauntlets that she's got built into the suit as well. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. It will be interesting to see yeah. what they do with that. Definitely. Because yeah. all I keep reading about it at the moment is everyone just saying how weird it is and how they can't imagine making the film, including Ryan Coogler. But he he's already said he'll do it, hasn't he? Oh yeah, they're all doing it. He said it's just yeah. been like racking my brains how I do this film without him. Kind of understandable. I think the right yeah, move is to make sure they don't actually just replace 
the actor. Oh, they've all said they're not going to do yeah, that. <clears> and good. they're not going to do any digital shit either. Good. <laughs> of the things searched here, number four, are Captain America and Bucky in love? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. A little bit. Oh, they love the each other, The yeah. biggest love story of the MCU. It's the look <laughs> they give each other in the uh, lift in Civil War when they're in um, Siberia on the way down. Just like staring at each other as the lift goes down before Iron Man turns up and ruins everything. <laughs> Ru- <laughs> ruins this love affair between the two of them. Good. Good. Uh, we're not going to get into this, Steve. <laughs> no, let's not. No. Let's say that for another time. Yeah. But the, with Zemo, they reckon Zemo's prominence in this will lead to potentially the Thunderbolts um forming yeah you mentioned that before yeah. didn't you that potentially that could happen yeah and i i hadn't put two and two together the thunderbolts were formed by thunderbolt ross the uh general yes. in uh incredible hulk yeah. how would i not put two and two and two together <laughs> it's his bloody name is his nickname at least thaddeus is his name isn't it so but mm. um yeah so he he would obviously lead the team you know the guy that's almost hear more of him to be fair cause... Yeah, yeah. he's quite a good character. Yeah, he's yeah. not a nice character necessarily, though. No, well, he's good. Red Hulk in most of the comics, isn't he? Yeah, he, he does. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, Maybe he'll yeah. turn up in the She-Hulk series. Maybe, which I'm quite excited about as well. That looks quite good. Mm. Um, anything else we want to talk about in this episode? I say it was a lot of action in this episode. I felt like they yeah. were felt like they kind of let loose a bit. Yeah, we had mm. a few. We had the breakout. We had. Yeah. Sharon kicking ass as well. She's fucking awesome as well in this. Oh yeah, um, she's very very cool. Um, and then we had like just the general fear the Winter Soldier kind of like instills in people. Like the reaction to the Winter Soldier being there was was awesome. I thought. Um, mm. I thought Sam was really good in this one as well. My concern was that he was going to be a bit comic reliefy. But um, I think you know he's got his own agency in this, so I think it's I think it's okay. Um, Zemo turned out to be comic relief at times, which was a bit of a surprise, particularly as we've said, mentioned the dancing and the bit where they're just like, we can't trust him, and he goes, "That's fair." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I quite like Zemo as a character, and I like Daniel Bruhl as an actor. So and kind of yeah, he's good. great. Yeah, he's really really, really good. Rush. Yeah, that film's brilliant. That film's really, really good. Really sad, but good. Um, I enjoyed their argument about Marvin Gaye on the aeroplane. Yeah, I like 40s yeah. music. <laughs> I really try to have Sam's over. just like, yeah. he's a wrong on so many levels, <laughs> but he's right about that. Yeah. <laughs> the Trouble Man soundtrack as well. And the fact that it links back to that book as well, that it's the same book. Yeah. Bucky's just like, I like 1940s music. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I just want to read my 1940s book and read, listen to my 1940s music. Yeah. Well, it's kind of proof that Bucky's more of more more a person out of time than Steve Rogers was as well. Mm. And we're gradually beginning to get a bit of personality behind Bucky. That all this is fairly new to him as well, I think. So, I think Terry said a couple of weeks ago that um, Captain America was probably more adapted to nowadays life than Bucky was really because he's been Winter Soldier for so long yeah it's only recently been 
you know, more adapted to a newer life. So, yeah. yeah. And and when he and wasn't... Most of that, he was snapped as well, if you think. Yeah. yeah. yeah and exactly. or, or spent time in Wakanda as well. Mm. Well, Wakanda, they sort of released him from mm. it, didn't they? And fully freed his mind. Yeah. And then was the battle. And then, yeah, the snap. So he's only really been Bucky probably for about six months. Yeah. Yeah, it probably yeah. going to take some getting used to, I'd imagine. Anything else we want to mention about this episode? No? Okay. No. We've got seven minutes left to talk about the new Loki trailer. Go on, Steve. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I only watched it probably about an hour and a half ago, so I didn't know there was a new trailer, so I saw on uh, on Twitter and then... I sat and watched it via Twitter. Like, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was best, the best one I've seen so far, actually, because it gave you a bit more of an insight of what's to come. Yeah. Um, I thought Loki was hilarious. The bit that he talks about stabbing people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. just... I've literally watched and read about you doing it 50 times. <laughs> okay, I won't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and the list of that, we said, uh, this is everything you've ever said. Can you sign here? He goes, that's absurd. He prints off another bit of paper. <laughs> that's absurd. <laughs> on the top of it. <laughs> yeah, I like. I like how weird the T- TVA is going to be as well. Mm. Like they're not yeah. shying away from making it weird, which I, I'm I'm all for. Owen Wilson yeah. in particular looks like he's having a field day with this as well. Yeah, he's a very strange actor for a role like that. But like you say, I guess that's because mm. they're just leaning fully into the weirdness of it all. Yeah, but mm. it seems to suit him. Yeah. Hmm. And it is about what we expected, which was that he's now got to go and correct time for the TVA because yeah. he messed it up by and taking run away the and do what he wants anyway, hmm. which is blatantly what he's going to end up doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. It looks a lot of fun. Like it's the second trailer for it, and both trailers I've really, really enjoyed. And we've we've learnt that Marvel are very good at these TV series as well now. Given like a bit of time to develop characters, they they all happily spend that time doing that mm. and he's a much more developed character than we've had so far in the yeah. other series as well in ter- I mean he's had what four films already so yeah and he, he's not <clears throat> even though he, he plays second fiddle in the Thor films we do know quite a bit about him you know particularly uh, Dark World focuses on Loki an awful lot mm. so it's quite interesting whether he ends up surviving this, I don't know. You kind of hope he does. I kind of feel like he's that popular to kill him off. I mean, there'd be such a backlash. It'll happen eventually, obviously, but you know, as you said about the TV series, it's quite interesting to see how they're going to tackle like She Hulk and yeah. um, like Miss Marvel. Because, like you said, yeah, we already knew a lot about Wanda, Vision, yeah. Bucky, and it's going to be interesting to sort of see how they do it with a, a new character if they maybe mm. debut in a series or a mm. film. And then they get their spin-off. So it'd be quite interesting how they develop a new character to the MCU. That, yeah. uh, I still think they're still going to smash it. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah, it will be interesting how they manage all that. Yeah, definitely. It's also interesting that thus far Tom Hiddleston appears to be the only actor not spotted in Australia hanging around with the Thor God of Thunder crew as well. Yeah, even now um, Jeff Goldblum's over there, which yeah. is like, so the Grandmaster's going to be in this then, is he? You'd think so. Yeah, unless they're doing Jurassic whatever that's what I was going to say that's, what I was that's the only no, thing I, I think, think so. of I think that's been in the UK and in yeah. America but apparently I was reading apparently lots of actors and lots of films have moved to Australia because they're so far ahead of everyone in terms yeah. of Covid where mm. basically it's normal life once you're in the country 
Um, mm, seems so I think sense. a lot of people are just, and a lot of people that have got dual citizenship or couples where the, one of them's Australian, they're mm. basically moving to Australia because they can sort of live normally for the time. So whether Josh Goldblum just happens to be there, obviously not, because he was at a, he was at a ball game with literally the entire crew of God and Thunder. Oh really? Yeah. I'm I'm just glad he's back in it then. Like he's one of my favourite characters in the MCU. No, he's great. He's great in Ragnarok. Even when he's not in it, and it's his hologram with the the birthday protocol or whatever it's called on his on his yeah. ship, is one of the <laughs> best moments in any of the films. Just him high pitched screaming, "It's my birthday!" And the the shorts they did with him as well, like him I've living with them. Um, well, there's the Thor and Daryl ones, and then there's like a Grandmaster and Daryl. Have you seen? Have you not seen these? I've seen Thor and Daryl. Yeah. Then the, they did a Grandmaster like moves in with Daryl instead as well. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I will send I you the link that. afterwards. It is hilarious. <laughs> it's as good as the Thor ones as well. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll send you a link straight after this. Yeah, Loki looks great. Um, I also realised that we've got. 10 Marvel properties coming out this year and we're only on the second one. So buckle up what for the have we, got? we have uh Loki, mm-hmm. Black Black, Black Widow. Widow, uh Chang-Chi, Shang-Chi. Oh, I keep forgetting about that. That one's oh, been like yeah. so low key, isn't it in terms yeah. of mentioning it or anything. Yeah. Uh what if Hawkeye um I think Miss Marvel's meant to be this year. Eternals and another uh, one where they played it like quite close to the chest, haven't they? Yeah, and Spider Man, yeah. Yeah, Hawkeye's probably the one I'm least looking forward to out of all of them. Oh, it looks quite good. Like, I quite I'm not a big fan of Jeremy Renner, though. Oh, really? No, I quite like him. I quite like Kate Bishop as a character as well. So, I think they'll use that to form the Young Avengers. Because we've seen so many of them already now. Yeah, from everything you've seen, it looks like yeah. he's almost going to be mentoring her, isn't it? Yeah. Not necessarily. Possibly why it's Hawkeye and not yeah. Barton or whatever. Sorry, I couldn't think of his name for a second. Then. <laughs> Is yeah. he in Black Widow? Don't Is think he... so. He... Well, who knows? Yeah. It's, it's, it's cameo level, I think. I'm not sure even the, the cast of Black Widow would even know because it was so long ago that they filmed it. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, Ray Winston's in the latest trailer, isn't he? Oh, is he? I haven't seen the I latest trailer. He was for this. In it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I half think uh, Florence Pugh might become the new Black Widow as well. Yeah, because she's in Hawkeye, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, is she? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, she's a great actor as well, so I'm quite excited. Oh, about yeah, it's brilliant. Mm. Right. We're going to wrap it up. If you want to contact us, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at TMTOOH. You can also join our Discord from those sites as well. God, that took me <laughs> ages to work out. Uh, a lot of fun going on. We're talking Marvel. We're talking PCs. We're talking gaming. We're talking TV, movies. Uh, we've just wrapped up uh, this second preliminary round of the World Cup of Supervillains. The voting will start taking place this week, and it might have already started by the time this podcast goes up. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Back Lex next week with more superhero news. Lex week. Ooh. Um, next week with more superhero <laughs> news. Thank you, and goodbye. Bye.